Hey guys, I'm back again, and I'm going to, and for, I have finished the whole Harry Potter series, except for book eight, which I don't really care for, even though I haven't read it, so for, I'm going to be starting a episode, kind of series, for all those Harry Potter and Fantastic Beasts fans. And so I have this book that I really love called Calling All Witches. And it's the girls who left their mark on the wizarding world. And it has characters from both Harry Potter and Fantastic Beasts. So I'm going to be reading one page every episode and then talking a little bit about that character. Except for the Fantastic Beasts, because I haven't watched the movies or read the books. If they even are books, I have nothing. I know nothing about Fantastic Beasts. So anyway, let's get started. So of course, there's Calling All Witches, and then there's the Table of Contents. So I'm just gonna get into this. So first page, well, the. I think it's the, I don't, hmm. The sixth page, it says in the table of contents, Hermione Granger, it said her character traits on in this book says, intelligent, gifted, and brave. And then a um, line from the movies, you really are the brightest witch of your age. And who said this was Sirius Black and the, movie Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban and here's the and here's the text in the book every wizarding world fan knows Hermione Granger destroyer of horcruxes founder of Dumbledore's army brightest witch of her age it was lucky for the wizarding world that Hermione walked into Harry and Ron's train compartment on the Hogwarts Express and in Harry Potter and Sorcerer in the Sorcerer's Stone, Stone, as Lord Voldemort likely never would have been defeated without her. Hermione had had a love of learning and in sh- a sharp mind that could puzzle out solutions to problems often before either of her friends. She read everything she could about magic, spending much of her time in the library just for fun just for the fun of studying new things. At Hogwarts, one might think that such an intelligent young witch would be sorted into Ravenclaw, but Hermione's courage and and determination placed her in Gryffindor. And Hermione's proved the sorting hat right as she threw herself into danger time and time again in defense of what she believed in. But besides brain and brave brains and bravery, Hermione was a, mer- a remarkably gifted witch. Often she performed advanced magic that should have been far beyond her ability, especially surprising to some witches and wizards because Hermione was born to non-magical or muggle parents. For this reason, many witches and wizards looked down on her, but Hermione paid them little mind. Hermione had a world to save, and she didn't care what anyone thought about it. Okay, so I, before I took the test and got sorted into Ravenclaw, I was always trying to act like Hermione. She inspired me, 
But now that I've been sorting sorting to Ravenclaw, I kind of get annoyed when people mention how great Gryffindor is and how much Gryffindor gets mentioned in the books and how Ravenclaw gets less attention. I think that it would have been opposite roles if if Harry got sorted into Ravenclaw, but that's just my opinion. I love all the things Hermione did and how brave she was. So, um, there's another page dedicated to Hermione Granger. So I'm just gonna, like, uh, two other pages. So I'm just gonna read those. And there's another two pages before the next girl. So I'm just gonna read those to take up more time of this episode because it's if I end it now, it's only gonna be five minutes. So, time for reading again. In her first, like, num- so it's titled, Hermione Brilliant on the Fly. So they're kind of done like the dot lists. So I'll just say number one, number two, and stuff like that. So number one, in her first year, Hermione used the Alohomora spell to unlock the door in the third floor corridor saving her and her friends from being caught by Flitch, and also discovering Fluffy, the three-headed dog guarding a trapdoor. Number two. Also in Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, it was Hermione's study of herbology that helped her identify the devil snare plant and use the Lumos Solemn spell to free Ron from its grasp. Number three. By casting Finit, in Cantatem during a Quidditch match in Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, Hermione blew up a rogue bulger that nearly killed Harry. Number four. And there's that time Hermione punched Malfoy in the face. In Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, Malfoy's lies brought a death sentence down on Buckbeak, on Buckbeak and the, hippo, the Hippogriff. Draco Malfoy was celebrating his triumph when triumph when Hermione stood up to him. Number five. In Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, part one, Ron got split splinched while the trio was appearing. Not only didn't Hermione know that that essence of Dittany would him, but she had she had some in her bag. Number six, I think. Yeah, it was Hermione's brilliant idea to fly a Ukrainian iron-bellied dragon out of Gringotts Wizarding Bank in Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part Two, and she did it with a Horcrux in tow. These are the next two pages. It's called Sometimes Hermione Overcame Obstacles. And here's like a quote. It's sort of exciting, isn't it? Breaking the rules. Hermione Granger said this in Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. Number one. Now these are actually put in number one, number two, and stuff like that. So number one. Some witches and wizards like Malfoy didn't like Hermione because her parents were muggles. They called her mudblood, a terrible word for someone who comes from non-magical parents. But as Hagrid 
says in Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, who your parents are doesn't really matter. They've yet to think of a spell that our Hermione can't do. Two. In her second year, Hermione brewed Polyjuice potions so she and her friends could could disguise themselves as Slytherin students, but a misstep with the ingredients caused her features to change into a cat's. Despite her bad experience, Hermione brewed the potion again five years later and broke into Gringotts Wizarding Bank, disguised as the Dark Witch Bellatrix Lestrange. In Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, Hermione discovered she wasn't very good at divination. Although she dropped the class, she later learned to respect the subject when she helped Harry retrieve a prophecy from the Department of Mysteries in Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. 4. Although Hermione wanted to go to the Yule Ball with Ron in her fourth year, she accepted an invitation from Derm from Durmstrang champion Victor Crumb instead. Ron was being obstinate about asking her, so Hermione decided to put herself first and attend the ball with Crumb. Hermione's friendship and diplomacy with Victor continued for many years, and as the pair can be seen dancing at Bill and Fleur's wedding in Harry Potter, and the Deathly Howls, Howlows, Part One. Um, there's only like three more left, and my voice is starting to crack. So I think I'll do those like one more, and then do the next two next episode. So let's continue. Five in Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, Hermione organized Dumbledore's army to convene for their first meeting at the Hog's Head Inn. However. Professor Umbridge issued educational degree number 68, banning all student organizations. Hermione wasn't discouraged, though. Dumbledore's army got more creative and moved their lessons to the room of requirements. Um, I think I'm going to do the last two just to be a good sport. So, back to the reading. When Voldemort was closing in on his enemies... Hermione used the Obliviate spell on her parents. By casting this spell, she erased herself from their memories. Then she used magic to erase herself from their family photos. This kept the Grangers protected against the Dark Lord and his Death Eaters who might have interrogated them. In In that same film, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 1, Hermione was tortured by Bellatrix Lestrange. She wanted information about the Sword of Gryffindor, but Hermione didn't talk. Okay, so just a little warning for the next episode. The next one is about Luna Lovegood, who also is my favorite character in Harry Potter because she's Ravenclaw and just quirky smart amazing just like me so anyway it's about to be 12 minutes here and there's a little bit of news i want to share with you guys first of all 
I just lost my tooth. And um, my tooth, it's a molar, my first molar that I lost. And it's a pretty big deal. And also, if any of my fans wanna come see Moana on, uh, it's at the Henniger Center. I think it's open to, um, it's open to the public. So if you wanna go see that right there, um, soon, I'm Pua, the, the pig. And so also, if you haven't subscribed yet to this podcast, you definitely should because I have many other episodes that are going to be happening soon and they're just amazing. I can tell already by the by how many people have followed me already. And so, love you guys. See you guys next episode. Bye.